Legit bat, everyone. It's the Sunday shit show. We got Jeff Fernandez. Is uh, Jade going to show up or just you? Uh, just me tonight. Okay. Jeff from the Shadow Band. He's here. Janet from Deplorable Nation. And Danunaki Dan from Rising from the Ashes. He's the other 50% of Rising from the Ashes, along with Homie Romy, who's been on here a few times. How's everybody yeah. doing? Good. Doing good. How you doing? That was less than enthusiasm. How you doing? Yeah, where's <laughs> everyone's energy today? We it's don't Sunday have any shit energy. Show. It's our favorite time. We just get to hang <laughs> out. We're with doing great. Out. All of us are doing fantastic. How Fabulous. are you doing today, Joe? That Fabulous. is way more like it. Come on, man. Yeah. Oh, there man. we go. Nice. All right. So I wanted to start it out with a little screen share here. Let me get my. my... Oh, that's the one you wanted to read, right? Okay. It doesn't matter. So we live in California, as many of you may know, and this is a fucking crazy state, as you may also know. I'm going to pull up this article here. So I've been going through perusing articles, as I do, typically. And since I live in California, I'm sure the algorithm is sending me California articles. But every single day I've seen one that says, California first state to fill in the blank. California first state to. And it's some of them it's are fine. Stupid. But I personally think Gavin Newsom is absolutely going to run for president at some point because he's trying to make california the first state to do all this crazy Why stuff the fuck but not? just dumb things but all right go ahead so the first one and these are in no particular order i just pulled up a few tabs that jen sent me so california's first state to make non-consensual condom removal or stealthing a civil offense California just became the first state in the U.S. to outlaw stealthing, a slang term for the non-consensual removal of a condom during sex. Uh, we used to just call that being an asshole or stupid, <laughs> but now it's going to be uh, illegal. Ne oh, this fucking thing's not You got to have the big finale, though, you know? But yeah, I mean, if you did it at the end and you, you know, put the load somewhere where appropriate, that's not going to cause problems. Yeah, like yeah. back in the neck. Yeah, or the ear. <laughs> You know, up the nostril, wherever you want. Next one is California law to eventually ban gas-powered lawn equipment. I mean, you can, if I, just if you want to read more on this horse cockery, that's fine. But this, well, no, they're just trying headlines. to take away. So they're trying to take away lawnmowers, like weed eaters, and, and then also, but generators too. And that's not even lawn equipment. And the title of that article <laughs> says lawn equipment, but generators are to power your home when PG&E shuts off your power which happens to us frequently yeah. so yeah so they're they're thinking though that they're gonna ban it um whenever it's feasible the sale of them they're banning the sale a new sale of new products whenever it's feasible or 2024 whichever comes first or later it's really weird 2025 is going to be an interesting year because a lot of weird shit's happening well, it's already being i mean a lot of the stuff <laughs> does fit in with agenda 2030 just trying you know yeah, all this shit that's happening is all pointing the same direction. It's blaringly obvious, ob obvious, <laughs> obvious to, uh -oh. to some of us. Everybody watching will be familiar. <laughs> Next one is California will require an ethnic studies course to graduate from high school. All these headlines, by the way, show Gavin Newsom's stupid fucking head that I can't see. Yep. And someone with a mask next to him. Being Ugh. a good Samaritan. I hate looking at him. Okay, I'm going to get this out. Okay. Here's the one. Uh, that's interesting, read. though, the ethnic studies thing. It's. I feel like that's taught anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I, I Is it not? It doesn't have to be mandated, uh -huh. but I feel like that's something that people just do because they're good people. It's not. 
They want to learn. It's, ta- about it's part of history. I don't know. I don't even know how much of history is true anyway. So, <laughs> but yeah, California becomes first state to mandate gender neutral toy aisles at large retail stores. So mm-hmm. this is. It excludes mom and pop stores, but they have to have gender neutral toy. Like, are there even gender specific toy aisles anymore? I feel like toys are just there. They're categorized. It makes it easy to find. Like you you want the dollies. They're next to, you know, the Barbie Barbie cars and other, you know, stuff. It doesn't have to do with whether it's a girl or not. And. Yeah, you just, you know, and no one's going to not buy Legos for a girl. But the thing that got me was, or you can scroll down if you want, but the guy, uh, Assemblyman Lowe, I think was his name, he who authored this law, decided that he, he was inspired by the 10-year-old daughter of one of his staffers who had asked her mom why certain items in the store were off limits to her because she was a girl. That's ridiculous. That's, I've never been, have Nobody's you ever, ever told... That. A little kid, they can't have something no. because of what their gender is. No. I don't know anyone who's ever done that before. And I, when I was little, the first thing I thought of when I read this is when I was little, and I'm not super young. When I was little in, you know, 1985, I wanted a Voltron so bad. That's like all I wanted for Christmas was a Voltron and not the cheesy one where the legs and arms were attached and didn't come off. I wanted the cool one where all of the pieces broke apart and you could, you know, play with it. And it had like this giant sword and all the little characters came with it. And Santa brought it to me for Christmas. But really, my mom bought it for me because she didn't give a fuck that I was a little girl and wanted a Voltron. doesn't matter. (laughs) It didn't matter in 1985. And it doesn't fucking matter now. I don't know why Gavin Newsom feels the need to make a gender neutral toy aisle. It makes no damn sense. Anyway, thanks, Gavin Newsom. How's your guys' state going? Oh, real quick, before we continue, I forgot. uh, Thanks to our newest patron, the none other than Ryan Dean from Dangerous World, signed up to Mm -hmm. our Patreon. Um, It really tickled my balls. All the new people joining, we got like four in the last week, I think. It's awesome. We got extended content on there if anybody wants to hear more of us for some fucking reason. But uh, yeah, Patreon, go check it out. Anyway, how's your guys' states? Your respect, uh, Tennessee, Florida, and... You're in California too, right, Dan? I live in the same one, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, you're just yeah, we little... don't we don't have anything retarded here. <laughs> I can figure. Okay, no, I said the word retarded. retarded oh, <laughs> where are you yeah. from again? You have Florida? country music, though. I mean, yeah, we do. It's well, that's in Nashville. But, oh, you're yeah, in like, <clears throat> yeah. Um, there's there's nothing like that here in. I don't think that would fly here at all, given the population that we have. You have people that are too damn nice. That's what you have. Like me. So damn nice, it's annoying, though. I keep telling everybody (laughs) to move to Florida. Everybody's like, oh, I don't want to move to Florida. And I'm like, dude, why? I love it here, man. It's amazing. It's beautiful. The humidity. Yeah, humid. The humidity is awful. It's good for your skin. We have humidity too, but you guys have like holy hell humidity. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, it's 100% like. more humidity, but like 100% less communism. So it's a trade off. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, man. You're not bringing that communism over here. It's just not going to happen. Florida, man, won't play that. So. Florida man. <laughs> That's a whole other story there. We did yeah. a whole segment just ripping on Florida man. So we can do that again sometime with you. Well, why are you talking about me like that? I wasn't there for that. <laughs> this is months we'll ago. Like do one it of our... next time. We did it with our birthdays where we read the Florida man from our birthdays. Oh, Mine yeah. was that a Florida man hunts alligator to kill him for Super Bowl Sunday stew or something. It was so fun because my birthday was like right around Super that. Bowl. Yeah. I think it was one of our first like ideas. I don't see the problem here. Yeah. Uh, I know, right? No problem. <laughs> But yeah, what else is going on? You guys got anything crazy you want to talk about? This is a shit show. We can do whatever we want. Uh, I mean, dude, do I have anything crazy? Uh, I don't even know where to start, bro. Just start somewhere and we'll go from there. (laughs) You're going to have to make... I'm just going to start doing this till you start talking. Well, that's good. That's my favorite part of the show anyways. (laughs) The soundboard. Mouse sperm. Oh, yeah. Matt. All right. You're then. I'm out. Okay. That's I have to get out of my system every time. That's funny. Well, one thing though about the article that you showed where removing your what, what do they call stealthing? Removing the condom unknown. Do people do that? Like do they want to do that? Cuz I feel yeah, like I was unaware that was a problem. 
yeah you know what i mean like i'm definitely not doing that you know what i mean like there's no way where i'm like oh let me just have a kid i know who exactly who i wanted to talk about the articles me. more well the weird thing is that but, you don't have to disclose to somebody that you have aids now uh that's right. a thing. but you have to make sure you say please before you remove the condom with your aids dick i don't get it but who but like what jeff's saying who what guy on planet earth is is wearing a condom while he's fucking someone and then also going to take it off and be like, ha ha, you're pregnant. Like nobody. <laughs> hey, you know what I really want is child support someday. I would April love to Fools, ever see you again. He's fucking yeah. himself over, really. It's ridiculous. No one's doing that. And if they are, they're stupid and they deserve it. They deserve all of the child support they'll have to pay, I guess. I feel like there's gotta be a level of, um, I can't think of the word, but it's like where they just do shit on purpose to piss people off. Like, that's what that's got to be, right? Just to piss off all the people who actually have a brain that are like, why the fuck wouldn't that be a felony? Like, is that <laughs> yeah. even a, like, is it real or is it fake? You know what I mean? It's massive trolling. That's all the government does yeah. now is just trolls everybody. They're like, guess what we're going to do? <laughs> They're making I, I thought, it a civil offense. <laughs> I thought condoms were 50% of it was used to catch the sperm in the first place. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. If you're... <laughs> <laughs> hey Jen, does it say in that article like who put forth that legislation? No, oh, I don't. Guy? It probably uh, does. I didn't. I'm sure. It does. I just it wondered if it's the same. Is it the same guy that you don't have to like disclose that you have AIDS now? Ooh, I don't know. It might be. Let's look. Hang on, I'll pull this. So up. wait, I don't have to tell people that I have AIDS, but I gotta show them my papers for the stabby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see if it says in there. I hope is this bill uh, is no, it that this low is the gender guy? neutral one that's a oh. toy one yeah oh uh, which one are we looking at oh there we go there we go california state legislature had approved the measure without opposition so oh it's it's a a law ab 453 signed by gavin newsom on tuesday the thursday sorry does it say who i think it's just a is it a who proposed it scroll down more it just says it's an ab bill I think consent is really ruining the romance. <laughs> well, that just set the tone for this whole show. Because <laughs> it's like, can I kiss you now? Yes, you may. It's like it takes like kind of like the, the fun out of it. Exactly. Oh, perpetrators can now be sued. Okay. Sue everybody. I mean, if you're in a relationship, I'm saying, I mean, obviously, if you're a rapist, I mean, you're not going to ask anyway, so... Yeah, yeah it's I'm... the same thing as uh, like gun laws where they're they're like, oh, you can't have this this amount of mag, or, you know, a, a, over a ten round magazine in California. It's like, well, guess what? The people that are going to use them to murder people don't care about that law because they're already going to break the yeah. the whole murder yeah. law. You know? Yeah, exactly. I don't know when banning something ever worked. To be honest, like yeah, anything, it really worked with drugs really well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm banned and people listen to me more than ever. <laughs> Cheers to that. I was actually wondering, how, how hard have you guys been uh, shadow banned? I mean, your show is shadow banned. So is, has it been pretty bad on Instagram or what? Because we have. Um, I mean, it's hard to tell. That's why it's shadow banned, right? You don't, it's not like they send you an email and they're like, hey, we fucking, you know, deleted all these views. But I mean, dude, I'm double TikTok banned. Can't even use my device to watch TikTok anymore. Which is probably a good thing to be honest. Um, YouTube's pulled a couple videos off. Uh, what's weird though is like if you look at our numbers on, like, uh, just audio downloads. Like for the last episode with Crow, the audio is through the roof. But on YouTube, I got like forty views, and I'm like, nah, I don't know about all that. So uh, that happens that? though, dude. Audio is always going to get more just well, for the most part, just because people don't have the time to have a video up all the time. But <laughs> I can wear an earbud all day at work and listen to audio. So that's how I think of it. Audio is always going to be a lot more. But YouTube is weird anyway. They they have the same algos as, you know, Instagram or anything else. So I, I wouldn't be surprised. They have I don't think the algorithms have got to the audio feeds yet. That's what I'm thinking. Because there's no way we'd be getting that many downloads either if we were shadow banned. So yeah, I have noticed yeah. it on Instagram, though. You can definitely tell because we'll go from so much interaction one week and I post one thing and they put a warning on it. And the next week, it's like a third of that. So yeah. that's how yeah, I but we it. Uh, we come back from it, though, pretty well. I've seen you put something Pops out and then up. the next couple posts have like 30 likes and then the next two have like 
160 and it's completely bashing the government. So I think I, I think, think we it's like a timeout well. type thing. I don't <laughs> yeah. think we've quite reached. But is that like the, legit bad. It's good. Is that like the dead internet thing that um you know where they talk about like 60% or whatever of the internet is just bots? You know what I mean? So is it like when you're bashing our government, right? Is that just bots from like China and Russia that are just like upvoting and liking to make you feel like that's where you should be going with your content just to, to cause more dissent towards our own that's, government? You know what I mean? That's why I never trust the numbers on anything either. Like when it shows mm -hmm. how many people are subscribed or listens or whatever, I'm like, I don't know how much to believe all that because it could just be numbers typed into a computer. I don't fucking know. It doesn't mean there's that many people actually listening or commenting or whatever. You never know. We live in a digital age. I wish everybody who is real would just hit us up personally and be like, yes, I'm a real person and I, I listen. I'm like, take a picture with a name on a board so that I know you're real. You know? Right. Make it like when you go to sign up for a crypto platform. Yeah. You take a picture, a picture with your, your ID, ID and then a picture with the date on it. Hold up a newspaper. I'm totally not going to steal your, your papers before you comment right. on my post. Yeah. Right. Oh, damn. Now we've gone to the other end of the extreme. Now we're yeah. showing papers to prove you listen to us. <laughs> nah, we don't care if people uh -huh. listen or not. I don't really, we never cared how many views or likes we had. We just kind of see the up and down ticks of the shadow banning, I guess. Just paying attention to that. It doesn't really matter either way. I like how this episode's called the shadow ban shit show and we're actually talking about that. That's cool. <laughs> it's very rare that my titles actually pertain to our show. It's hard to know. Yes. <laughs> oh, Dan coming in with that ASMR voice. I know, right? Uh, yeah. I told him that before the show started. Yeah. Oh, really? I told him. ASMR. I told him he should be he should be doing like uh, an evening time, like after dark show for the ladies. <laughs> yeah, I'm he's got that. He's got that ASMR voice. conspiracy <laughs> show. You should just do a Grey's Anatomy read one day and just read through <laughs> all of them. <laughs> You just have people rubbing it out all over the place, man. Oh, that's fucking hot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so everybody, hit up Dan. I, I'd be stoked for somebody to finally rub one out to me. <laughs> got a good ASMR voice. I'm not going to lie. got that baritone in your voice. It sounds real good. It tingled my balls. Chubbed me up a little bit. All right. Ooh, dang. No. I think Jan is liking it more than anybody else. Yeah, I did. But that's if, hey, if my video goes off, um, it's because I had to go rep one out. So there you go. Oh, okay. If my video goes off, it's because I had to go take a dump. We're not the same. Oh, is that what we do on the shit show? We sit on the we shit. Should. Yeah, we should. It's rare, but I have taken a dump mid show before. I'm like, I'm sorry. I have to go right now. Like, right now. That's wow. what's good about having a co host. Yeah. <laughs> Or having more people on. I, this is why I have more people on, in case I have to poop during the show. You guys. <laughs> well, Janet's here, so I guess we're talking about poop half the show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm actually proud of you, Janet. When we did our recording the other day, you, you only brought up poop once. And I was like, wow, I dude, that's like the I least was, I've heard. I was trying to refrain, right? <laughs> well, on our so show, to be fair, we talked about it because we were talking about gut health. So... It was just, it was a lot of poop talk, but it was a very informative poop talk. We weren't just I, talking. I found that, that was really a shit show. Yeah. The first time we did a show with Janet on her show, we talked about poop a lot too. And that was not to do with gut oh. health. It was just funny. All right. I forgot about that. I think well, we were talking about poop. That was poop stories though. That's completely different. Right. Well, it's Halloween. We should tell like ghost stories or yeah. something. You guys have any paranormal stuff? We should do that every shit show oh, until yeah. Halloween. Because Halloween is on a Sunday this year. It is that year. time of the month, or year, and month. Do you guys have any paranormal experiences <laughs> that time of the month? <laughs> Not really, because every time something spooky happens outside the RV, I just think it's Bigfoot, to be honest. Do you ever go outside to check, or do you just not yeah. have a dash? Yeah, I go out fully armed, ready to go, just in case <laughs> it is Bigfoot. Usually it's a squirrel or something, but one of these days it's going to be a Bigfoot, and I'm going to get his ass. Most of the time here is just cat ass. Gunk. Janet, uh, have you seen anything paranormal? Have I seen Ghost anything stories? paranormal? No. Uncircumcised no. penis? No. Well, that I have seen. <laughs> that's pretty paranormal. Dude, that's so funny. We were just talking outside <laughs> before the show about uncircumcised wank. And we're like, how long in the future till they consider that genital mutilation? You know, I was like, Gavin Newsom, <laughs> science law banning uh, circumcisions. Well, if you've heard a lot of those circumcision shows, it should be 
probably considered gen uh, definitely mutilation, so yeah pretty weird like i'm happy with my uncircumcised penis but <laughs> I, I it is weird that we do that to one-year-old babies they're just like yeah cut that thing off god fucked up on that just cut off the tip of it it's fine i used it to do those in our office Ugh. Ooh. yeah that's brutal it is a very graphic very brutal procedure to yeah, watch to do yeah and to experience because god love them but there's no like anesthesia to get them when you oh. do that so yeah why don't they put lidocaine or something on there or just anything yeah, they're no. too little, it's aren't they? On there, bro. Yeah. Brand new baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah brand there's new, a, that's so. a lot of responsibility. What if you mess up? I mean, and there are mess ups. Ugh. Yeah, we had lots of practice. We did a lot of those, unfortunately. How do you practice? And, and that was the one. Um, that was the one procedure that made all of our students throw up <sighs> all the time. Oh. Yeah, that and toenail removals. I hate feet. Feet are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I hate anything toenail or like the, the fucking. Why videos. do you have to remove a toenail though? I, I want to know that. Why would you have to do a toenail removal? If people have them like toenail. really bad where they're ingrown so bad that they're like splitting off and growing in different directions. Yeah. They come off super easy. Um, yeah, but That's it's, a good thing it's, it's the shots because they're like very large 18 gauge needles that you get like in between your toes and the bottom yeah. of your foot. <laughs> yeah. That is fucking gnarly. I'm going to go throw up now. I had an ingrown toenail and it would, uh, the side of it would stick in, it, yeah. it grew into the skin of my toe and, uh, I was a skateboarder at the time, which is probably how I got it. Yeah, and it would like puss up and bleed all the time. I'd have yep. to like wrap it up or put two socks on because it would bleed through. Yeah, you know, I had to do surgery up. on my toes because it, it would do that. It would, it would start pussing a little bit, and I'd have to like go in there and. Sorry, this is gross, everybody. But this has gone in a different is, direction than paranormal stories, everyone. <laughs> I was gonna say anything to do with toenails or fingernails, and then those stupid fucking videos that show up on Facebook. You're just casually scrolling by, and then there's a pimple being popped, and it's like a worm coming. Out. <laughs> oh yeah. Why? I love that <laughs> stuff. I love that. that though. It's kind of satisfying. Gross things are my favorite <laughs> things to do. Yeah. Yeah, you ever watch Doctor Pimple Popper? Joke. Oh yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That kind yeah. of shit. We used to do those. They... Oh, we used to remove no. stuff like that all the time. So yeah, I love that stuff. No, I got like a couple. The gorier, the better. Oh, you do? Do you? Yeah. Can I we do. switch from pussy yes. zits and toes to paranormal? <laughs> Please, Dan, enlighten us. Green pus. Skin screen. We just lost uh, like five listeners. Hey. No shit. Fuck. <laughs> um. Well, one story oh, isn't necessarily my story, but when I grew up as a child, I lived in a house, obviously. <laughs> uh, but my neighbors, uh, there's a lot of people that moved in and out of that house. Like nobody really stayed for very long. And uh, one time uh, a new family moved in and the kid was around my age probably like a couple of years older i was probably about uh 13 years old 12 years old or so and uh i remember it because my grandma lived in the house with us and my dad had passed away when i was 12 so it had to have been after that so i was probably about 13 and still um in this neighborhood because I, I shortly moved to another neighborhood after but uh the people that live there uh, would tell us about how um, cupboards would fly open and dishes would fly out of their cupboards and their blender and appliances would turn on at weird times and there was a lot of weird stuff just happening in the house things missing things going to different spots you know all the typical stuff and um, it scared the crap out of me after he told me so I went home and uh, told my mom and my grandma uh, and my grandma was like, oh, really? She's like, oh, and she's like 70. So she's like, oh, yeah, you know, there used to be an old lady that lived over there who committed suicide in the bathroom. And she's from Minnesota, Boston. 
so she has a <laughs> accent but uh she it's said okay. the, you can make fun of it yeah she said i can't i just can't do it is the problem uh the accent oh you know it, make me some tackles <laughs> like that yeah yeah everybody Perfect. gets it <laughs> uh Dying. so yeah she said that somebody uh, a lady committed suicide there in the bathroom so uh i thought that was kind of interesting on the paranormal side because you know you hear a lot of like you know when these things happen people commit suicide or murder or something traumatic happens to them their soul seems to stay in that place <clears throat> and it usually becomes haunted or something it's usually the, how the story goes right so I find that found yeah, it fascinating cool. because the people that lived in the house had no knowledge of this, so they wouldn't have been able to just make it up. And uh, the it's fact that, that so many did... people moved in and out uh, kind of attests to that also. Yeah. Why do ghosts always uh, turn to that, like throwing plates and turning on blenders? Like, don't they have anything fucking better to do as a ghost? I don't know. Maybe they're <laughs> trying to get someone's attention. And that, that's like, the I'd be walking through do, walls like... and like ghost fucking people and stuff, not throwing <laughs> plates. All right. Well, that's you. Uh, I've never been a goat, so I'm not sure. Maybe I'd go to plate throwing. Who knows? Okay. I'm like, oh, I'm a ghost. This is what I'm supposed to do. Did I you ever hear any comparable stories from anyone else who lived in that home? Did they ever say something? Um, no, but after those people moved out, another family moved in, and the guy that lived there was, uh, he was, he played guitar and like a, choir rock band huh. and uh he ended up like uh soundproofing the garage and playing in there and i think i asked him about it one time but he either uh didn't want to answer or didn't have any knowledge he probably got an exorcism done on the house <laughs> he yeah he, like, he very well might i had my that. pastor come in and exercise the demons that <laughs> <laughs> sage yeah. Or maybe That's they just cool. like the rock music or they like the people. I think sometimes the ghosts, the spirits, uh, depending upon the people that live there, they're either cool with them or they're not cool with them too. Uh, I think that some, sometimes that has. Uh, oh yeah. That's interesting. I think too. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe and then so. the other story maybe that I have too. was, is an Ouija board story. Ooh. And, uh, I'm not sure if this one is real or fake. If I was a victim of a perpetration, <laughs> but uh, so what happened you... is I I was staying the night at my friend's house, and he has a sister, and his sister has a friend, uh, and she was staying the night, and we decided to get out the Ouija board, and ask it questions. And so already, I'm kind of not into this because I don't want to fuck with that shit. But so we it was like a homemade one and we it was like a cassette tape uh box thing that we had that we used as like the little finder it was totally rigged uh, ghetto ouija board totally ghetto yeah uh, everything was written out on like a piece of cardboard and um so we were asking it questions and everything and um at one point we thought it'd be cool if the spirit would possess somebody or take somebody over. It's probably not. So cool. it's not cool at all. So <laughs> I can't, Bad I can't, party game. yeah, I can't <laughs> recall everything that happened or the order that it happened in, you know, cause I was probably about 15, but, and that's like 25 years ago for me. So, uh, but I remember, she said um when the spirit took her over she said her name was bonnie clampett i don't know why that's a weird name it sounds like something from the beverly hillbillies so it I sounds like thought, something from the 1800s or something like a real yeah so it, kind of, the, yeah. she her whole attitude changed she did have like an accent from that time period when she was talking and like her eyes were like in the back of her head too. Like she looked possessed. Um, and so that went on for a while. And then we were just asking it questions and talking to her with the spirit in her. And then eventually we kind of were like, okay, that's enough of this shit. It was starting to get weird, you know? 
And so uh, we asked it to leave and uh, the spirit wouldn't leave her body. And uh, we kept on trying different things and then it started really fucking with us and was like laughing at us and saying, you know, fucked up shit and calling itself uh, some devil name. I forget what the name was. This is her talking though. Is she speaking in a different voice or is it? Um, at, at some point again, when we were trying to ask it to leave, we were back using the Ouija board again saying, Hey, you need to leave. And it was responding to us and saying stuff to us with the Ouija board. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so Still weird. But then when it possessed her, who, who did it end up possessing? Uh, my friend's sister. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, um, then, uh, my friend's sister, she had, um, some issues when she was a teenager she was anorexic and or she was bulimic I mean sorry and she tried to uh, commit suicide on different occasions and she had like a plus sign uh, scar on her wrist from where she uh, cut herself to try to uh, commit suicide and uh, it started to bleed um while while she was possessed it was it got raised up and it was starting to bleed again and so uh at that point we kind of were really freaking out we're debating whether or not to go wake the parents up and tell them what was going on <laughs> i don't know how you tell parents that but um eventually we were able to get the spirit to leave it left um, what did you do? How did you do that? that? We hear lots of demon possession stories. Well, if it said its name, that's like what you need. You, if you, if it says its name, you use its name as power against it. Yeah, I I really don't recall how we got it to leave or what we did. All I remember is it it did eventually leave, and uh, it. I was just I was so scared at that point. Like I can't remember anything that that oh. really happened. So. Dude, you had well, a how did she feel childhood. though? Wait, how did she? Feel? <laughs> I don't think. Remember it, how she handled it? Was it? That she freak. like freaked out? Did uh, she remember it? Uh, no, she didn't really remember any of that. Yeah, yeah. That's super weird. I, I mean, it's not really something that we ended up talking to each other about, anyways. But later on in life, uh, her brother and I lived in a, a house together with another friend, and then uh, he moved out, and uh, his sister did move in. And she lived with us and we didn't talk about it then either. And then after that, my other friend moved out and then her friend, that same friend that was there with us that night that I didn't, I didn't even realize that she, uh, it was the same person because um, it had been, I just didn't even recall it, uh, kind of pushed it out. So I ended up living with both of them in the same house That's uh, so in weird. my twenties and uh, uh I brought it up to the uh, one friend and uh, we kind of joked about it for about a minute, but then we're like, let's not talk about this. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's so weird how those paranormal things make you not want to. I, I mean, I've never had anything, an, a shared experience with other people. I've just mm -hmm. heard stories where people share an experience, whether it's some sort of alien sighting or paranormal experience or demon possession, like you're saying, and they share yeah. it and then they don't talk about it later or ever again, ever. Yeah, it's so one of those taboo. Yeah, I'm just not sure, you know, if if it's real or if it's not, or if it was exactly like I said, like if they're like trying to play a joke on me, or you know, because we were, uh, we we listened to a lot of heavy metal and death metal and stuff, so we were into all the Satan shit. So devil's music. It wasn't a big deal to me anyway, but uh, but yeah so i don't really know like if it was if it was fake or not i don't it's hard to i don't know i don't know because i don't really know if i believe the ouija board stuff anyways <laughs> yeah i don't we don't have an opinion i don't i don't have any idea i've on never that, fucked but... with it I, I don't want to ron and ron <laughs> shout out to ron in the chat from wicked planet was saying uh 
definitely want to stay away from Ouija boards. And I, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've never fucked with one, but from all the stories I've heard, it never turns out great. Like nobody no. ever fucks with a Ouija board and the next day they're yeah. like having a great day and they're, they, you know, meet the love of their life and everything. <laughs> yeah. just, they live happily ever after. It never ends like that. It's always like I was fucked up from that day on. And Dan Naki <laughs> clearly is. Look at his face. Yeah. He's really fucked up. Welcome. <laughs> Oh man! Look at that beard. Thing <laughs> on audio. Watch sure. this video. Look at him. Oh, I'm not sure. I believe in ghosts, to be honest, or at all, because like I go to um, this place here in Florida, Casadega. It's supposed to be like the most haunted place in Florida, like the whole freaking town, right? Yeah. Didn't Tom Petty do a song on that? Yeah, I think so. And um, like I've been there a few times, man. And like, like it's a cool place. There's like a bunch of sidekicks and stuff there, but like nothing really spooky or like paranormal ever happens and i'm always like dude this is supposed to be the most paranormal paranormally active place in the state and like just a bunch of freaking hippies and psychics man it must just be people tripping it's balls like all Shasta. the time <laughs> yeah janet you got anything weird over there i was gonna say I, i've had things happen a couple of times no sightings or anything but like after my sister died <clears throat> Like I would be sitting at my computer at night and I would get this like massive smell of like lilacs and that was her favorite flower. And do you guys remember like a long time ago, the alien brain sucker, you know, where they do this on your head? Oh, it's an alien brain sucker. Oh, yeah. it's starving to death. She used to do that to me literally all the time. <laughs> so I'm sitting here working on the computer at night and I feel this on top of my head and I'm smelling the lilacs and she always used to like Charlie horse me in the arm and and she'd go you you dummy mm -hmm. and so I had that and the smell and then the like punch in the arm and the here you dummy and like that happened like multiple times like after she died for probably about six or eight months after that happened so weird wow yeah. yeah do you think that's like some psychosomatic stuff or it, was that actually her reaching out from beyond I, I don't know all i know is it gave me like chills up the back of my neck because um and i talked about this with nico um on upstate unconventional because i think a lot of people that have um paranormal experiences per se are kind of like empaths and so they they pick up that, you know, all that kind of energy and stuff, because it wasn't just like that incident. I mean, I would have patients that would die and I would go to their funeral and I could literally hear them having a conversation with me about stuff that they had told me, like while I was taking care of them. And I know that sounds yeah. weird, but yeah. No, I think just it, like a, there definitely is something to people like who, a frequency. I don't know who can sense that stuff and people who can't. And I, I don't think it has anything yeah. to do with you know, like talent or anything. I think yeah, I mean, no. They talk about calcified pineal glands and fluoride and whatever. Who knows what it is? It could just be you're yeah. not fucking paying attention to. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. <clears throat> so on our show, I've been asking people to send in their paranormal stories and. Their ghost stories and stories about their dreams. So you guys can send those to risingftashes at yahoo.com. But um, one of the things that we talked about with uh, Rhyme Wave was dreams. And if you have reoccurring dreams mm -hmm. all the time. That's another paranormal uh, what, thing. Yeah, like what what is the theme of your dreams most of the time? I think that's fascinating. Jen has all kinds of cool dreams. She has them written down. She's way more uh, vigilant on that than I am. I wake up and I'm like, oh, I had this weird fucking dream and I pooped and whatever. And then I forgot it. And then she's like, I have 16 pages of my one dream, 17 pages of the next dream. Joe's trying to tell oh me what God, he's she's making. She's scrolling for through it right now. Oh my God, I'm not lying. This is not an exaggeration. Like, <laughs> but. I'm I'm like frantically typing and I'm like I swear I'm not texting my boyfriend, babe. Uh, I for really... those in the audio, Jeff just put his tinfoil hat on because <laughs> the conversation's getting too hefty. He's got to protect himself. <laughs> I recommend everybody go out and get some protection for your 
help your head. No stealthing. No stealthing. stealthing. Yeah, no stealthing. (laughs) I I have some crazy dreams, but I will say I do have a recurring dream that I'll talk about. So I never had dreams like this ever as a kid. I actually have two kind of weird dreams that I'll tell you maybe after. But um, when I first met Joe, give us the outline. I came and stayed with him at his house. We so we met on a video game, which everyone knows. Oh. Um, I I well maybe you didn't know, but all know. the listeners do. So I when I came out from Chicago to Sacramento to see him, everyone thought I was completely insane, and I was excited because we had Facetimed every day for a couple months. Like I knew what I was getting into. I was not going to be catfished. It wasn't scary. So I got there. We had a really great time. I I made the legit bat. Like that's how the legit bat was made. It was so much fun. And I went to sleep in his like we went to sleep like we were laying in the same bed together and I had this crazy dream now I had just met this person and I wanted him to like me it's because I still but uh I had a weird like old (laughs) hag dream where I woke up and the whole room was green like it had a weird green glow and I couldn't move and I everything looked exactly I knew I was asleep though like I wasn't really awake I know it was a dream but everything looked exactly as it was in real life and I couldn't move at all and I couldn't wake up and I couldn't do anything and I was like being held down and I just started freaking out so I started trying to scream but the scream was like eh, eh, like just retarded sounding just ridiculous and I'm next to Joe for like the first time ever it was so embarrassing he's like are you okay and I was <laughs> and then I had another dream just like that after we moved in together to Cali Court and then just recently I had a dream uh, a little bit a little bit different this time where I woke up and I was dreaming obviously and Joe was getting ready for work which was about to happen in probably an hour in real life um, but in the dream he was getting ready for work and I saw him and I was held down again and I couldn't move and then our bed split in half and I fell into the middle of it kind of on the oh, floor shit. and then I That's was actually like, kind of happened for real before I was <laughs> when it broke <laughs> <laughs> it didn't actually break like no our bed is never broken completely down the middle jesus christ no but if it broke enough where we were like uh, laying back yeah because one of the like crossbars broke on the bottom because it's a cheap bed like it's fine but it was unsettling this was like it completely broke and split and i was in the middle of the bed and i looked up at joe and i it looked like it was the matrix like it was glitching out it was like and it was like a tv screen and i was trying to get out and i couldn't do anything at all and then I finally ended up moaning myself awake again and then I was like all right it's gonna be fine so I woke up finally and was like Joe is sleeping I was like all right I'm going back to bed and I went back to bed and I immediately went into the same dream (laughs) and I was on my stomach this time and uh, I felt something put a claw into my heel and pull me back my whole body down towards the edge of the bed and I was like just annoyed at this point because I had to get up for work. I think it was like Thursday morning or something. And I was like, fuck, the- Jesus Christ. And I just like made myself wake up because I was irritated because it's happened four or five times now to the point where I'm irritated with whatever entity this is. I'm like, all right, bro, bring it. I'm done with this shit. It's stupid. At you got to remove point. your dream satchel dumb. under your pillow. <laughs> I know I should take your it shit's away. Fucked up. <laughs> I have like a dream satchel that's supposed to like encourage lucid dreaming or strong dreams my my dreams are always just i'm very confused in them all the time and that's probably a reflection of real life where every day i'm just like what the fuck even in my dreams shit happens i'm like what is happening here like i guess i'll roll with this but what the fuck dude honestly ever since i quit smoking weed like a little over a month ago my dreams have been freaking so vivid i mean i told you guys like i had a dream that we were all doing like a five hour fucking shit show around a pool Right. And then like the other night I had this weird dream where I was like following Sam Tripoli around in the fucking snow blizzards of Idaho somewhere. And like he led me some That's that and the floors were all like crooked. And you ever have those dreams where you like you can't walk, like you're struggling really hard to like walk and you're like Ugh. You're walking and, in like, water. It was the to be fair, dream. I'm like that in real life on Sundays. So <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might be dreaming of the future, dude. That might be some like the the pool episode might actually happen. That can happen. We have a pool. We could do that. The totally. Tripoli. Did anything uh, cool happen at the end of the dream, though? Which one? The one that you're just talking about, where you were following Sam Tripoli in the blizzards of Idaho or whatever. Uh, not really. I ended up in some weird super nice gulag where people were like trying to take my shit and i was fashioning instead of like a shank i was fashioning like a giant war axe out of some shit 
I was like, yeah, this is effective. And then I woke up. That was pretty <laughs> <laughs> All right. Definitely, definitely a prophecy dream. Yeah, that's going to yeah. happen. Maybe that, that was a past life. You were like, I used to make axes all the time back in the day. Or it's like You're part, um, 2025. Viking. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, dreams are so cool. I'm super into dreams. Uh, Nico in the chat. Upstate Nico in the house again. Said, I've had hey, very Nico. little dreams. Very similar to this with the blankets pulling me into the bed. Oh, weird. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, we got Nico, we got yeah. Matt, we got Ron. Everybody's here. Yeah. Ron says, what the fuck, Jen? <laughs> <laughs> what about my weird dream? I had a really cool um, religious dream, and I'm not religious at all. I had a dream that Satan. Oh, yeah, I told this one. Satan, uh, when I was in like maybe eighth grade, we never went to church. So my parents ended up later taking us to church just because they wanted to baptize us, I think, to like make themselves feel okay Exercise that they like did it the but we never went to church as children i did go to a couple christian camps with my friends but it was just like a a getaway thing and they were super religious there but i was never never raised with the bible or anything like that so uh so i had a dream one night that i was in my middle school and uh all of everyone was leaving for the day so they were all getting on buses and leaving and i walked outside and there was a man standing behind me and i knew that it was satan and i also knew that i belonged to him and that i couldn't go with my friends or anyone i was just there but i also had to act normal and i was like 13 years old at the time when i had this dream i think and uh so i walked out i walked out to the front of the school and i said bye to my friends and i ran like a little bit too close to where the buses were and everyone was leaving and i just was like oh i have to stay here i guess and i was pretending everything was fine and i and the guy was like really well dressed like he was wearing a nice suit he had like gray hair it was kind of long and like pushed back but it was like nice man hair or whatever um and i i turned around and i looked at him and i was like hey don't worry it's okay i'm not going with them i just want to say bye and he took me and he pushed my face down into the dirt and he rubbed a dead fish into the back of my head like into my hair and that was his way of telling me that like like fuck you like you belong to me and i just like sat there and took it and then i woke up and i was like what the hell was that no oh i thought that was going to be the the wanting one the wanting one was later when i was 19. i had uh -huh. a dream later i had a dream later again another religious dream where um i was with my friends in like a field and we saw people parachuting down from the sky and um we, I, they looked like stick figures i was like oh that's so cool and they were holding parachutes like they had just you know gone skydiving and were coming down and um then they all came down and we realized that the world was ending so they were they told us what they were they said we're angels we've come here we're gonna we're gonna do some really fun activities with you guys and they put us all into groups and so we all went into these groups <laughs> and we did these little activities and it was it was like a camp very similar where they um they did like uh, I don't know, like some gymnastics thing and some like rock climb. Like, I don't even remember what all the activities were, but I just remember we all went into groups. And then at the end, there was an arch that we all had to walk through. And when you walked through it, so we were like in line to walk through. And um, at the top of it was like a digital readout. And when someone would walk through, it would give all these symbols. Like there was no word. It was like alien symbol or something weird, something I've never seen before ever. It didn't look like words or a language I've ever seen either. It was like circles and geometric shapes and stuff. And it would just go across this screen and scroll across it. So when everyone walked through, they would like tell them what their name was. And that was their name. So I walked through. And they um, said, oh, your name is wanting. You can't come through now, but it's okay. You can go back um, with the rest and try again later. You know, like, sorry, sorry, Charlie, you're done. You know, and I was like, oh, man, what the hell? And like all these people who like sucked in the activities got to go. And I was like, this is bullshit. And I woke up and I had no idea what the dream meant. Like, I just woke up and I'm like. And this is before no knowledge of the Bible verse. Too. I didn't know anything about the Bible at all, period. <laughs> so, um, but I watched the movie A Knight's Tale later. That movie had just come out and um the I main bad guy yesterday, actually so oh cool. where well, so the main bad guy in a knight's tale as you know he loves to do shitty things and then say you've been weighed measured and found wanting and then shits on him and i'm like oh weird and then it it hit oh, so i i saw that because wanting to me was the same as giving me a name like sleeping or running or eating, like whatever verb you want to give it, like it doesn't matter. I didn't think wanting was important. Um, I just thought it was stupid. It made no sense. So I saw that movie and then I looked up um, in the Bible, it's Daniel 10, 
one maybe, I don't know, but there's a name for it where it says you've been weighed, measured and found wanting, like the kingdom of heaven won't be yours or something like that. And it's in the Bible. So I didn't know that. I had that dream. My name was wanting and I wasn't allowed to go to heaven. Meanwhile, I was actually not a bad kid. Like I wasn't doing drugs or like doing anything at all bad. So I was like, what am I doing wrong? Doesn't, I don't... That, from what I remember in that context, doesn't wanting just mean like lacking something or like, uh, yeah, I, I'm sure I was, English, I was 19. So. Thanks for judging God. I mean, yeah. I guess that's his job, but like, I, I wasn't doing anything terrible at doing the time. Doing a great job up there. I was just living my life. I was going to school. I was like living on my own. Um, but no, it was just an, it was more of an inner thing that I realized in myself. Um, I'm joking about it, but it kind of did make me realize like, oh, maybe I should take a look at the things I'm doing and be more mindful, I guess. And try to be more spiritual. I don't know if the Bible's real or God's real, but it did make me a little bit more spiritual. Well, it was an interesting have... dream. It was interesting because it was a puzzle I had to figure out in real life. And then I had little things happen to me that helped put it together. I, th so. I think the Bible is just as true as anything else. It's We talked about this on a, another show where I'm gu very guilty of cherry picking my beliefs as far as that shit goes, because you kind of have to. You got to kind of fit this little puzzle into your own worldview. Like I've, I've looked into Buddhism, Christianity, raised on Christianity. There's uh, Hinduism. There's a lot of the Vedic stuff that I'm really a big fan of and that it kind of jives with simulation theory, too. So you kind, you kind of do have to cherry pick all this shit and like piece it together in your own mind. I mean, have you met somebody who has it all figured out yet? I don't think so. And if you do, if you if you find somebody that says, yes, I have it all figured out, uh, don't make friends with that person because they're full of shit. It's a trickster <laughs> or something else. Yeah. That's my opinion. They'll probably possess your body from a Ouija board. <laughs> Tinfoil hat. What are you thinking over there? I see wheels spinning. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You said simulation theory, and then I just kind of got sidetracked on my own thoughts because <laughs> that's some deep shit for me. You know, but... Do it. What do you think about that? I don't know, man. I mean, we, I've told you guys my theory on the whole thing, but like, I don't know. I think a lot about when I think about like God or, or any God for that matter, I th always think of, um, you guys familiar with Yaldabaoth or the Demiurge? Love Gnosticism. Right. So, you know, like the idea is Yaldabaoth doesn't know where it came from. Like it doesn't know that it was created by God, right? And there's this whole like idea of like spirit versus matter. So I'm just over here thinking like, you know, is a lot of the shit that's in a lot of these religious texts just referring to Yaldabaoth because Yaldabaoth, as far as like the material world or the material universe is concerned, like that is God. But there is like another layer above that, that, he, that even Yaldabaoth isn't aware that there was an actual architect even for him. So I don't know. I don't it know kinda, why I was thinking yeah, that, but mm. no, I think about that shit all the time. It kind of fits into the, the fractal. I always think about fractals too. And if, if it, the universe actually is fractal, that actually fits in with simulation, hologram, everything. Cause it's just macro or uh, what is it? Macroverse and microverse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So everything's just kind of a mirror microverse. image on a smaller scale. Like our, yeah. our cells look like solar, you know, galaxies and, or, you know plant i don't know how to well, say I, don't, I don't know how much you know i believe I mean? like uh intelligence agencies right obviously but there's a document out there i don't know if you guys have ever read that's called the uh, analysis and assessment of gateway process and it was written up by the army intelligence in like 1980 something and literally it says in there that the universe is a hologram so i think maybe I that's a psyop that you know if you can find it, email it to me. I'll put it up on the screen. Analysis and assessment of gateway process. Anyway, what, where I was going with that was the fractal thing. Is If Yaldabaoth, whatever you want to call him, is unaware of the presence of the thing that made him, that makes sense because we're kind of unaware of the presence that made us. And it would probably just go up from there. Uh, what was that old? I can't remember what it is, but it's what is the world? Oh, it sits on a, tor a tortoise's back. Oh, what's on that? another tortoise and then what's under that another tortoise i can't remember what that's from but it's the the same idea where everything is just kind of like it's like the russian doll andy from deep share shout out to him always references that the universe is like yeah the russian doll where it's just there's other layers that just keep going out <laughs> yeah we had a really good conversation about that on uh, our swap cast oh when was that i'll check that out 
Yeah, uh, Andy and I did a, and Roman did a swap cast <clears throat> uh, about a month ago, probably. Uh, Actually, I may have listened to that. <clears throat> I'm punchy. I'm sorry. Yeah, we talked about Loki and how he fractalized, or Enki and how Enki fractalized themselves into all the gods. So you're going to have to expound on that a bit because not everybody oh, knows who Enki is. Oh, they can go listen to my fucking podcast then. <laughs> That's how you do it. Take notes, boys. <laughs> look, at this, look at this marketing genius. Uh, well, dude, like that was like a two-hour conversation. It's hard to fit it into like five, ten minutes. Uh, I, mean, I, I feel you. Yeah. We go all through consciousness and then through like the Loki show and how the Loki show on Disney uh spoiler alert uh is loki is satan and satan is uh finding all the different versions of himself in time banning together to save the planet so it's kind of interesting that satan is trying to save the planet right uh because that's what loki is and then we go from there into enki and how enki is pretty much the same god everywhere because he's also like prometheus he's also the satan he's also lucifer he's also um osiris he's hermes um, no no well i mean i guess he could be but as far as like the evil satan type gods go uh he's also neptune um he's pretty much all of them encompassing and then his sons kind of take over that same type of uh, motif later. Marduk takes over that raw. Um, but basically, it's the story of Osiris and how he spread himself all over the planet, uh, set, chopped them all up and spread them all out. And now, now we are all those parts having a shared experience so that the larger one can learn. Have you seen Satan stealthed all over the planet? Huh? He did a stealthing. It's now illegal in California. Yes, you're right. He did yeah. stealth all over he the planet. He spread his seed. He did. Justin says Kronos. Kronos is... is <clears throat> Kronos is before uh, Enki. Yeah, Kronos is right. like the father of Enki. Kronos is Saturn, father time. Yeah, time. Yeah. Huh. Dude, yeah, we need yeah. to get more into this. We're only uh, uh an hour in. <laughs> I can uh well, you know, shit. You're Dan Unaki. Uh, Let's so go. Much, Spit your fire, so, son. There's so much uh stuff to say about all that stuff, you know. Um uh <clears throat> like what do you what, what what direction would you like me to go? I guess. Well, Janet just went offline. She's rubbing one out. All right. <laughs> so Janet, enjoy yourself. Uh to Thank you, Dan's Janet. voice, I'm assuming. No, start <laughs> Let's go go into Kronos a little bit because I'm interested in that because my time clock at work actually says Kronos on it, and I know oh, that yeah. time whatever, but it's still fucking weird. Every time I uh, see it, I'm like, "Fuck you." So yeah, Kronos was the god of time, also related to Saturn, and so and I don't believe that Lucifer or Satan's related to Saturn. I believe he's related to the moon, but that's a whole nother thing. But, but as far as like Kronos goes, he, yeah, he was just a God of time. He was the first God. Uh, he's the one that swallowed up all the children and then missed Zeus. And then Zeus was born in the cave and then became God because Kronos knew that all his, eventually one of his sons was going to overthrow him. And become the new god and so he tried to stop that by swallowing all of them and then um so that gets into like the saturn cosmology where like saturn sucked up all the planets and then all the planets came out of saturn and earth is actually a part of saturn and blah 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 i don't i don't i'm not really well versed on that whole thing um, you ever get into the electric universe at all yeah yeah um yeah like david talbot and um Michael What's the other guy's name? Uh, Thornhill, right? I forget his first name. But yeah, they talk about that stuff a lot too. Um, but I mean, if you get into that theory, like the electric universe theory, like it kind of makes sense to me that Saturn was its own system 
you know, with, uh, I think it was Mars, Venus, and Earth all like in a perfect alignment with Saturn until it was captured by Sol or the Sun. And then, mm -hmm. like, that capturing event caused massive upheaval and cataclysms, right? Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, during that time, the, the Golden Age, right? So Saturn is known as the first Sun or the original Sun. <clears throat> and then, once this capture event happened, um, the purple hue that encompassed the earth at the time in this golden age was dissipated. And then like, that's when you started getting different time of day. That's when the sun showed up and you had like day and night, which created seasons. So the golden age went away and that's when you have like, you yep. know, uh, the whole idea of like scarcity becoming a thing because of winter time and all that other shit. Yeah. How do you think that ties into like Nibiru or, you know, the destroyer of worlds is, is Saturn Nibiru, Nibiru or planet X Nibiru, or is yeah. it something else? <clears throat> no, I don't think so. I think it's I its own thing, honestly. Yeah. I don't even know if Nibiru is a real thing. I don't either. I'm pretty sure it is, man. I, there, well, this could be a psyop as well, but you know, there's all those pictures of like, that obviously they come from NASA, so it's got to be a psyop. But you know where they have like blacked out spaces, you know when they're yeah. taking photos of shit. So I know they're hiding something out there, you know whether it's Nibiru or some other object. Like I do believe that the whole, I believe there's some truth to the whole Nibiru uh, Anunnaki stories. Well, yeah, Nibiru know? was all started by Zachariah Sitchin, right? When he wrote his books and. A lot of people claim that he deciphered them wrong or he added things in to make it into a more compelling story. So could there be a 10th planet? Possibly. But also all these gods, uh, planetary gods, I guess, named themselves after planets. Once they became a god, they were able to get their own planet. Like even in one of his books, which I, I actually have right here, he marduk kept asking like when am i gonna become god when am i gonna become god and uh the other gods kept telling him like you know it's not your time yet you have to wait till it's your time uh basically when the new age would come about then you could be god of that age you had to wait for the new age so when he became god he named uh a planet after himself marduk and supposedly that is planet x but that could perhaps be any of the planets and they could have Nibiru could be referring to any of those planets also because it's in a different language and he could have possibly deciphered it wrong. This is also mm -hmm. assuming that the galaxy is, is as NASA tells us and that we are not on a flat stationary plane with a dome over our heads. <laughs> what do you think about that one? I'm on the fence. Uh, I'm on the dome fence for sure. I I don't know. Like, you, there's no way to prove it out. Every photo we've seen from space is a composite or an artist rendering. Why well, is there not a single fucking just iPhone picture from the ISS of the Earth? It doesn't exist. Uh, I, well, I can picture. tell you why. In, in all practicality, if everything is spinning at whatever mileage it's spinning at, you can't just take a still photo because it would be blurry as shit. So what they do okay, is they stitch together, it. they stitch together a series of photos so that way you can see it while it's not spinning. And that's how you get the composites and that's how you get the errors because they're they're stitching together a point in time together into one photo. And if everything is spinning like crazy, that you're not going to get anything still to be able to view. So they have to do that. But they have this live, quote unquote, live feed, right, from the International Swimming Station. And it's like, it's always, they always use the fisheye lens. And I've heard people say, oh, you need the fisheye lens because if you don't, everything's a lot closer than you actually think it is. So you wouldn't be able to see, you know, as much as, as they want us to see or whatever. But it is odd to me. I don't know. I'm on the fence about the flatter thing. I do, however, believe that there is extra land. I, I don't think that, like, the maps that we have as far as how big continents and shit are like, I think that there's something else, you know, there's more out there than they want to let on. I think whether it's flat or not, I don't know. The earth might just be bigger than they told us. And there just might be a whole other continent <clears throat> somewhere that they just keep from us. You know what I mean? Like Antarctica. 
they already knew well that. yeah it could be somewhere or even like hollow earth i'm not really sure that's why i'm on the fence because there's okay. so much you know well but... i wasn't gonna get into this because it's long but fox saga this we talk about this a lot on our show this is uh with the show me andy and yake hagstrom are gonna start this is gonna be about and in box saga basically the earth is round there's no thing about that but as far as the flat earth part goes during the ice age the people in the north of the arctic circle were locked in ice and there was a giant ice wall all the way around them and they were stuck and trapped in there and it wasn't until 10,000 bc around that period of time of the younger dryest that the ice wall broke or melted or they were able to get through it sort of like game of thrones here and they came down and then they uh intervened into the affairs of humans such as the anunnaki that you see in sumeria um and everything so i was watching this video by praveen mohan on youtube the other day and he was showing this model that somebody had made in india and it basically looked like three concentric circles with a wall around it and he was saying how the ancients used to believe maybe there's flat earth but he is also saying that they also believed in round earth and oblique earth and uh all these other different things and in the end he just pretty much said it's probably round but more flattened on the top and the bottom and looks has more of an egg shape to it uh which is interesting because you have the serpent wrapped around the egg um in a lot of cosmology you have the the serpent egg the seed of creation right so in, in this idea uh in box saga it also says that the North Pole was Atlantis. It was called Altland East, which meant all land is ice. Dude, I'm so glad you're getting into this. I'm sorry to interject here, but I've been wanting to watch that and I've been listening to Andy, my boy, go on about the box saga. And I'm like, I got to listen to this. <laughs> and I'm so glad you're starting to show about that. Continue, please. Yeah. And so it was called. Thanks for listening to part one of this conversation we had. If you want to hear the rest of this, uh, join patreon.com slash legitbatpodcast and you can hear all of it. And we appreciate all of you. Have a great night.